T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission. Jonathan Jones of CBS Sports. JJ, is he is known. Uh, saying teams represented at Odell Beckham Jr.'s private workout in Arizona today include oh boy. The, the Panthers, Los Gigantes, the Patriots, El Rams, the Cardinals, the 49ers, the Bills, the Chiefs, the Vikings, the Ravens, and last and certainly not least, the Cleveland Browns. Smart. Dustin, thoughts? Do your due diligence. Baker Mayfield's not here anymore. Uh, all right. So if I, everything has a context, do I have a little bit of a, eh, do I have like a little clutching moment? Yeah. Something like that. When I hear the name Odell Beckham Jr. and the Cleveland Browns in the same sentence. Yes. Uh, that guy is an egoist. And that guy has not lived up to what his ego, um, what his ego believes he is since about 2017. That being said, before the knee injury in LA, before getting hurt in the Super Bowl, as average as he was in the regular season, he was really good and electric in the playoffs. He was borderline like a big reason why they won the Super Bowl. Yes. It's funny. I didn't think he had a, a, a whole lot to do with their, their seeding. Because, again, mm-hmm. he was average as hell in the playoffs. Or he was average as hell in the regular season. But in the playoffs, he played to a level we hadn't seen for those four games in yeah. about five, six years. And I think, you know, I've heard the name Nuke Hopkins. I've heard people say, oh, well, he's a bounce-back candidate. Cool. I'm not giving up a second-round pick and $100 million for a bounce-back candidate. Brandon Cooks. Well, maybe you get him for a three and a four and then $25 million. Well, we have uh, some major uh, draft-breaking news here. Mm -hmm. Uh, As uh, Ian Rapport, NFL Network, said, sources say the Bears are trading the number one overall pick to the Panthers in exchange for big-time compensation, including multiple first-rounders. Chicago's loading up and lands at number nine, while Carolina can draft their quarterback of the future. Okay, so we got the Odell Beckham Jr. news. And, of course, breaking news. On 92.3 The Fan is presented by BetQL. Bet smarter by downloading the BetQL app and use Ohio 25 to get 25% off your first month. Uh, this would, this would be, this, you can clarify this is a holy bleep move by the Carolina Panthers. Wow. This is probably the most significant move of the entire Dave Tepper era 
Like since cutting Cam Newton, since firing Ron Rivera, that's the level of move. And I guess I guess my surprise on this. Are you surprised by this, Dusty? Am I surprised by it? Yeah. No. I'm surprised two parts. One, the timing surprises me. And two, the fact that the Bears didn't aim lower. I thought that the Bears were going to try and stay in the top four. And I thought there were two logical points that made sense. I thought the second pick with Houston made sense, and mm-hmm. I thought the fourth pick with Indianapolis made sense. Because it always made sense to me. Maybe you trade down to two and then try and leverage two where somebody else is going to try and move up for a quarterback, and they maybe trade two to four or maybe uh, two to nine. But from going one to nine, I'm, I'm curious to see. I'm assuming it's going to be three first-round picks. That has been the going price when you start to think about going – if you're in the top ten – Right when uh, okay, this is a, they were outside the top ten, but when San Francisco went from twelve to three, it was three first rounders, mm-hmm. including the twelfth pick. I'd be surprised if it's anything less than that. But kudos to the Carolina Panthers, that's awesome. I, I don't like. I think this is a huge risk, but the risk that they're ma- it's the first year of the Frank Reich era. So you're getting a potential franchise quarterback with a with a former NFL quarterback, an experienced head coach. And now the question becomes, are we talking Bryce Young? Are we talking Will Levis? Are we talking C.J. Stroud? If you're the Carolina Panthers. That's a great question. Who do you think is going to go number one? I don't know. I kind of feel like there's a lot of buzz for Bryce. It's so funny because, to me, if I'm looking for a, a franchise quarterback, you're looking for an elite talent. I think C.J. Stroud has elite accuracy, right? I think I think his ability to get the ball out quickly, that doesn't mean processing ability because those are two different things. Uh, C.J. has a little bit of problems coming off his first mm-hmm. read. But, like, I think his ability to get the ball out in three seconds is really mm-hmm. impressive. But with, with Bryce Young, Bryce Young has elite intangibles. Uh, so we are having some compensation coming in here that I'm going to get to in just one second. But if you guys are just joining us, the Carolina Panthers have traded for the number one pick. And uh, it is, wow, okay. It is the number nine pick, the number 61 pick, a first round pick in 2024, a second round pick in 2025, and wide receiver DJ Moore. That is wow. Yeah, that's so, a wowza kind of moment. That's and by the way, I love DJ Moore. I one of the most underrated wide receivers in the NFL. And you just got a guy who probably cost two first in a, in a, in his own right to trade for, or at least a first. You just got the wide receiver that you need if you're Justin Fields. I think that's really smart by Chicago. Getting it, get what is it? I think DJ's going to his, his fifth or sixth year. Getting a guy, I mean, that's that's supposed to be Justin Fields. That's supposed to be his Stephon Diggs. Mm-hmm. That's supposed to be his um, AJ Brown. That that's some onions on both sides there. The Bears probably could have gotten more draft picks if they if they hadn't focused in on DJ Moore and the Panthers trading DJ Moore a former first round pick again a, a highly productive wide receiver um 
I love this trade. I love this. What do you think? Well, I mean, listen, for, for Carolina, I think you you got to find yourself a quarterback. Mm-hmm. And there's a bunch of really, really good ones in this draft. Mm-hmm. Now you get to pick the best one. Yeah, I think that's because it's, you know, I've heard, I've always heard the theory of, um, well, just wait till a quarterback falls to you. If there are five quarterbacks you like in this draft, one, the the guys you actually like are not guaranteed to fall to you. Like the Panthers actually had real interest in in the 2021 draft taking a quarterback in Matt Rule's second year. And they loved Zach Wilson, which says something else. They loved Trevor Lawrence, which everybody loved Trevor mm-hmm. Lawrence. And then they I I if I remember correctly, they did not think Trey Lance was draftable with a top ten pick. Right. And the room was split on Justin Fields and Mac Jones. And so they ended up going with JC Horn. So, like, that's a scenario where they had two quarterbacks who ended up going in the top 16 on the board right. fall to them at eight, and they said, uh, we can't agree on this guy. This, this That actually really is what's interesting about this is what is often underreported when you trade for – sorry, when you have a number one pick or you have a top eight pick or a top ten pick mm-hmm. in their quarterbacks is the idea of agreeing on a quarterback is so important because if you don't agree, those seeds of discontent get sown, and all of a sudden that's the kind of thing that can not just hurt the, the quarterback's development, but it can end up, you know, forcing the owner to choose between quarterback and or sorry, but uh, GM and head coach. Yeah. So I, I love this for that reason. Who do you think who do you think gets the better end of this deal? Oh, that's a good question. I mean, Obviously, both teams can win. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Carolina. I do too. Like giving up DJ Moore cannot be, like that's a lot. But two ones and two twos to move up eight spots to take your quarterback, and they still have an, uh they still have their number one their uh, what is that fortieth pick. They still have two thirds. They still have multiple fourths, multiple fifths. Like, you didn't, like, contrast this to other teams that have had to to give up everything. I'll also say this, though. You better get it right. Like, between Bryce Young, Will Levis, and C.J. Stroud, I don't think there's an easy pick. Each one of them has something about them that you can sell me. You sell me any one of those guys is the number one pick, and I'd buy it. You do a good enough job selling it. I could see absolutely. And I know you're all over the Will Levis thing. So how about you? You ask me who I would pick, and I, I I think the other two quarterbacks each have elite things. I think Will Levis has elite things. But if it were you, who would you take? So I love Will Levis. I think he's going to be a great Great pro. Are you going to hit us with a butt, though? Well, there's no butt. I just don't think he's going to go that high. I think he's going to be like the third quarterback taken. But I think he's going to be end up being the best out of this draft class. So then who do you go number one? Um, Number one, I... You know what's kind of crazy? What's that? I got a weird feeling that Anthony Richardson's going to go number one. Hey, you know, Xavier P just uh, sent that out. I don't think he's going number one. I like 
I understand using a first-round pick on him. I do. And I actually think the best way to get that kid, because everybody says, well, he's got to sit a year. Here's the problem with sit a year. His problem is he hasn't played enough football. That, that's not going to suddenly get better by sitting on the bench for a year. It's just going to put off the clock of his development to, to actual pl- actually play. So I just think you have to go ahead and you just have to run that offense that, I don't want to say 2019 Baltimore ran, mm-hmm. but you need to run the simplest offense, run heavy. Like we're talking, it, it this kid's going to pass 15, 20 times a game. And you have to be okay with losing. And you have to hope that over 17 games, that first year, it's the Josh Allen effect, right? Got to be. But Josh is the anomaly. I think that's the thing that's scary. Josh is the anomaly. Every other guy who is under or who has not performed at a high level in college, who has thrown a lot of picks, who's big and athletic, who is that raw, every other guy we're talking about that fits that bill has failed. By the way, do you guys know who, uh, Nick, I know you probably know, who uh, the Carolina Panthers quarterback coach is right now? Isn't it? Um, the Carolina I did Panthers. know this. I did know it's this. A former quarterback that was here in Cleveland. It's not. Oh, Josh McCown. Josh McCown. Josh. Did oh. you see Josh McCown's breakdown of C.J. Stroud before he became the quarterback coach no, I of the Carolina Panthers? All over it. He said he has a lot of Joe Burrow in him. Ooh. So that's a spicy and, little. And mix middle. that with the fact that what they had uh, coming out of Indy, the reports and of what teams thought of him and his workout and his, you know, his comments to teams and stuff. I, I think that. To me, it would be my all my money would be on CJ Stroud. 216-474-0092. We have a gigantic trade in the NFL. Uh the Bears have traded the number one pick to Carolina for their ninth pick in second late second round pick. This year, a 2024 first rounder, a 2025 second rounder, and wide receiver DJ Moore shaking up the top of the draft. Who do you like this deal more for? There is one other thought on trading up for quarterbacks. Well, the Panthers trading from 9-1, to one, trading for the number one pick uh, for this year's first pick, uh, their ninth pick, this uh, a pick in the 60s, which is the second-round pick, uh, a first-rounder next year, a second-rounder in 2025, and wide receiver D.J. Moore. And I'll tell you right now, if C.J. Stroud goes to the Panthers, and now, they now actually do have a, a hole at wide receiver with trading D.J. Yeah. Moore, uh, they they let go of uh, unchosen Robbie Anderson to Arizona last year, so that's yeah, basically Terrace Marshall Jr. and not a lot else. But like, you go find maybe trade one of the other picks they have for like a, a. Actually, you know who would be perfect for them to trade? Trade a third rounder for Nuke Hopkins. You give C.J. Stroud Nuke Hopkins, and then maybe draft another young guy with Terrace Marshall Jr. And I mean, all of a sudden, you and they've got a. What do I always say about building around a young quarterback? It's kind of a rhetorical question. It's not great if um, it's not great if you don't know. Well, I didn't have like what the I exact say. answer you wanted me to no, say. That's fine. That's fine. I, I mean, there's a lot about, of things I could say there. I, but I, I, <laughs> I assume you you said it like I had like one answer for you. Yeah, that's fair. I say a lot of things. Uh, you need a great offensive line and a great defensive line. That's exactly what Carolina has. Carolina actually has a defense, and I said this a lot, with how Steve Wilkes had them play last year, mm-hmm. if they had just had an above-average starting quarterback, they would have they would have probably been a 9- or 10-win team. And if Steve Wilkes had been the head coach since the start of the season, because Matt Rule was not an NFL head coach. I love this kind of stuff, man. I love when teams, and I felt, 
I feel the same way, even though there were the off-the-field concerns, I felt the same way about the Browns yeah. with the Deshaun trade. Like, it's it's no guts, no glory, man. you got to take a hell of a swing to, to try and win in the NFL and to try and change. And, like, one of Dave Tepper's big things since going to Carolina is I want to move this team from outside of the, the top ten. I want to be a top ten NFL franchise. Well, the problem is he moved them in the wrong direction. Under Matt Rule, they were a bottom 10 NFL franchise. This is a big stone move, man. I oh, love yeah. this kind of stuff. And for, for Chicago, I just, Chicago gets a ton. Yeah, and I, I just really love the idea of DJ Moore and Justin Fields. I was talking to Vicari off air. I, you know, a lot has been said about the kind of talent that Justin Fields has played with. Um, Darnell Mooney's actually a dog. Like, that dude's fast as hell. He'd actually be perfect in this system with Deshaun. But beyond Darnell Mooney, Chicago doesn't have a lot of wide receivers. You put DJ Moore and Darnell Mooney, two different kinds of receivers, and all of a sudden you're cooking with gasoline. I've always thought DJ Moore is one of the better receivers in the league, and Justin Fields just needs pieces around him. Yeah, like, look at this dude's stats. Justin and, Fields? No, I was going to say DJ Moore's. Do you look at his stats in his career? This guy, last year was a little different because he literally didn't have a quarterback throw to him. But years two through four in the NFL, the guy averaged right about 1,175 yards per uh, or receiving yards per year. And we're talking, I think he was averaging like 15 yards per reception. The guy just put up, and his quarterbacks there were a one armed Cam Newton, Kyle Allen, Baker Mayfield, Walker. Uh, a pea brained Sam Darnold. Odo Beckham Jr. Part 2. Or, sorry, Odo Beckham Jr. 2.0 in Cleveland. You down? Uh, <laughs> I mean, I'm down with DJ Moore. Um, Well, no, it's time, but he's going to Chicago. I was talking about Odell No, I here. understand that. So, the if Odell you, thing, yeah. I that mean, was like, the other big thing. Um, that, that's going to be interesting. The Browns I mean, why, were why, at... Why'd the Browns go? Uh, Because I think it's kind of... I actually low-key think it's a brilliant thing if they... If they if they end up liking what they saw, I think it would low key be brilliant trying to get Odell here because he has a different ceiling than Amari Cooper and DPJ. If you're going to go to more of a spread offense, I think he's the kind of guy with Deshaun that I think could be. I mean, he'd instantly be the best quarterback. Deshaun Watson's or, sorry, I think Deshaun would instantly be the best quarterback. Odell Beckham Jr.'s ever played with. He played at the end of Eli's career. Matt Stafford was good. Matt Stafford was not the Matt Stafford of five years earlier. You're talking about a young quarterback in the prime of his career, and that's why I think it makes sense for Odell. Oh, and you know the head coach. Oh, and you know Andrew Barry. Oh, and Baker's gone. And I would put it this way, because it's not, it's not you know in a vacuum, oh, Odell Beckham Jr., yes or no, although you can vote on that, and Nick Wilson says. It's I would rather give Odell Beckham Jr. a one-year prove-it deal than trade a pick. I can't see him coming back to Cleveland. Why? Do you think that after all the drama that they went through, and then they gave him his release? I think Andrew Barry would. I don't know about Kevin Stefanski. I think Andrew Barry would. Huh. Andrew Barry just seems like a guy that's like, eh, bleep it. Let's see what we do. Now, I wouldn't give him anything more than a one-year prove-it deal. Right? 
I don't. I, at this point, with the injury concerns, I don't think he's getting anything more than a one-year, three mm-hmm. to five million dollar deal. I that think that's perfect. It's because to me, it's either that or I. You know, I mentioned in my Nick fixes, I went. Um, who's the kid? I, uh, Darius Slayton, who's been like a really nice, young, consistent, good wide receiver. But like last year, I think he topped out like seven hundred and fifty yards. All right. Right, well, that's not that's not quite Odell Beckham Jr. If Odell's good, two one six four seven four, double o ninety two. I tried what to save that? it. I tried to save it four seven four because I was going to do two one six five seven eight. But no, it's two one six four seven four double o ninety two. What do you guys make of the Odell Beckham Jr. idea? OBJ two T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest five G network. From big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.